0: Yeah.
1: Life, life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Swimming with Sharks. We have a real special guest for y'all today. A newly crowned partner, the next million dollar man, on the way to completing his GOAT summer. This episode will definitely be on repeat for guys on the way to hood. Dylan and I present Avery. And like both of them, you're
2: you know, you're number two overall in content, right? Um I
0: think
2: overall production, but on the season of three three yeah. So like but the fact like you you own Yeah, from, like, from the conversation I had, and you, you haven't taken the, um, like, yeah, like I'm accomplished. You know, I, I did something. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you definitely I'm not content. Yeah, exactly. And that's the not why yeah. I get for sure. You're not complacent about it at all. It's like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's
0: the word. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also because, like, Colin and Julia are, like, my closest friends, you know, and um, ultimately it's cool to be good at selling, but, like, what I want to do is be really good at Helping, like you know, right. helping people. there yeah, because they're partners you know, so. Exactly. So like they've done. Sure, I've sold more than them, but they've done so much more. Like I feel like an impact on like guys like myself and you know everyone around us where like sure. they change their lives. So like that's one thing. Also, <clears throat> just like competitiveness, like um, you know, I feel like I'm, there's still so much more in the Tank that I left out. Like uh, I should have been a front runner for. Mania and I was on cruise control, you know, right. like because I was so close to my goal, just, you know, making excuses. Um, so, you know, thinking of that, I'm like, what could I, I feel like I, at least this summer, I probably should have finished like 8850. 850, you know, I feel like I didn't accomplish what I could have. And it was because I was so set on 700 for so long. Mm-hmm. I was like, 700, 700, 700. And then when it got like.
1: When you knew you were going to hit it.
0: Yeah, well, like when it got like, in a sense, easy, quote unquote. Like, I don't want to say it's easy to sell that much, it's not. Like You still have to work the hours and everything, but like, for example, um, you know, going into the summer I never hit 33K. No, I had to do 33, 34K every single week to do 700 with going from April through August. So I was like, how am I going to do this? Cause my biggest week in Denver was 28K. Really? Okay. So I was like, now I got to do that every week. I'm like, what the? Like, how am I going to do this? So then first week rolls around is tough um second week rolled around it was better i did 35k by like friday and i was like okay cool <laughs> uh and i had a like, shout out my guy on saturday so i was like content i'll like, hit my goal for the first time and i think that was when i was going to talk to you that day i think that that second week i think yeah because you were going crazy and um i was like how is he like doing 10k every single day i was like what the hell is like what is he doing and then there's just like a few little things like minor tweaks that make the biggest difference, like talking to you, I you don't waste time with people. And then Dirk, one of uh, the ATL boys, he was just doing a training with his rookies and I was listening and he was just talking to me, he was like, Keep, talking about keeping it simpler. And I was, make, I was making things so elaborate, and I was like, holy cow, like, I'm boring myself when I'm pitching, and I'm like, this is why. And I started making these little adjustments, and then it became like, all right, secondly it was 35, then it was like 40 by Friday. And then it was like, all right, 50, and I was like, holy cow, and then so that point start like cruising on Saturday a little bit, you know, you know, taking, chilling a little bit. Right. Obviously it isn't good, you should maximize it, then August rolled around and I was at like 6.30, you know, and I was like, dude, 70K in a month, I mean, it's that's it's, so- so, hey, you know, so like, at that point I kind of just like cruised and um, it's funny, like, you know, you're like, oh, you're cool like, no regrets. And every time I, all I think about now is, what if I maximize all my Saturdays and my, in August? And then I was like, mm, I probably could do a million. That's why I can like, ultimately make the commitment because I was like, if I just work the hours every day and I don't cruise on Saturdays and I literally just go the full five months, you know, like, like all August, um, it'll happen, Yeah. you know? And I, that's why I'm not too worried about it. I'm more focused on just like the system in place because I know if I just do the system, the sales will come. Yeah. But whenever I focus on like other things, and it'll mess it up, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. um, For you, d- during the summer, like, morning routine, did you doing the same thing? Did you change your heartburns? Yeah. It's actually a really good
0: question. I've, I've always done the same morning routine. I think this year I kept it a little more simple. My year in Denver was pretty lateral. It was kind of long, like almost an hour, where like, I would like, wake up, meditate for 10 minutes, you know, I used to make my bed first. Um, i'd watch it, pick up the page i would read a chapter with a manual just basically like sabers like the, the basic morning routine Just try to keep it more simple but i think that also ties into why uh, i slowed down in august i started getting away from my morning routine for the first time you know like not having that sense of control but you would think like how does a morning routine help you sell but it just keeps you like disciplined in the little things yeah, sure. and then i started losing discipline which is ultimately why you know, I think I I took let off the gas in August you know because right. I was doing little things like that and then kind of just transpired that was, that was also why MVP I was talking about committing to just doing the same thing every day. Like that, like what exactly like, do you have to hit in your routine? Um, so I, I like to meditate for sure, five ten minutes with like an app, and then I like to journal journaling and like writing affirmations is probably my favorite part of my morning routine. So I like to just get, you know, what's going on in my life, my thoughts, everything like down on paper, uh, how I'm doing. Cause it's pretty cool whenever you write about your summer experience and you can go back and read about it and then like, it puts you literally back in the neighborhood and you can remember everything and be like, what the heck? So like, it's cool to think about your big days and your small days and like what you were going through. So like I put all my thoughts down and then after I just write like affirmations like I'll usually put like 10 lines, read it back to myself. Um, that was something I was always consistent with. I just got away from like the meditating and stuff towards the end this past summer. Um, but like Austin, Museum, for example, would see me every time you would come down. Like at the morning meeting, I was always doing that, you know, like that was something consistent. So I think just having like the meditating, the journaling affirmations and like a bit of reading um, is it's perfect. I don't, I don't usually work out too much during the summer. Because um, I think it's just wasted energy, in my opinion. I think I could be could be bad to say that in a sense, but like you get the, the diet thing, you know. Right. Like, I'm eating once a day yeah. all summer. Um, I'm so tired. Right. Like, it could be an excuse, but it's also like I don't really have maximum performance. I'd rather really have sleep than, um, you know, wake up early, get an hour to lift. My right? body's not going to have benefits as to nutrients. Yeah. In my opinion, I think, but there's been guys you know who work out every morning and they
2: sling, So mm-hmm. there's tails to both sides of this. Makes sense. So you've, um, I mean, you, you put a ton of, I guess you put a ton of revenue in Phoenix. You sold in Denver and Atlanta, right? Yeah. Um As far as as far as your team, like where where do you see? I mean, because with you know kind of the conversation earlier at this point, um, we playing a different. Game. You know like people you know, trying to help people in their team yeah um, for for you um like five years down the road but where do you see your team at and like, um, you know, like how many in reality just where do you see your, your team at five years that's a good question i feel like i haven't put
0: an insane amount of time i know i'll, I'll be an owner i'm pretty confident that it'll happen after this summer um mm-hmm. uh, and then but i usually i feel like a good benchmark that i've always done is like do better than what Cole and Cleo did. Okay. Their they're yeah. year and their stage of that career. Right, so like the their first year, or their second year, I guess you'll count, their, their first big year, Cole did like 350, most improved. Right. So then Michael was most improved, and then more I did perfect. more, you know. So did that, and then the next year, it was like try to partner, which obviously I fell short of, but you know, I think it's just like tying up, right? So like my goal this year would be because they did six million with their team before they, when they partnered that year in Denver. So they like killed it. Mm. So I was like, okay, if you dive out it, like two, three million each. My goal is like, 3.5 million with yeah. my team. Yeah. So it's always, I guess that's probably like the benchmark is like do a little bit more than what they did because mm-hmm. they're elite. Yeah. So sure. it's like, if I can do more than what they did, then I know I'm on the right track. Yeah. That's that's more of like a competitiveness in me. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, it's just a good benchmark to have. But to be totally honest, I haven't like put as much time to seeing where I'll be at in five years with my team and everything just yet. You just want to when get to the
2: partnership ownership part. Yeah, part first. Want to get there
0: first and then go from there.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So with that three point five million, you know, team goal, what does your all season
0: look like? What what today? All season for you? All um, season like mixed mixed emotions. Like so much fun, obviously. So many trips especially this year, the right, like COVID stopped basically happening as serious, like last year, COVID was just so strict that you couldn't really do much, you know? So we were just chilling at the house. Um, so I think it's a good balance. Like I still have a ton of fun, but I'm always training with my guys. And um, cause they're, they're dedicated. Like one of my rookies, Frankie's, he just reminds me of myself coming back to Denver my second year, like dude's read the manual six times. Like he's hungry he always has time to train, so I'm like, all right, cool, I'm down to train, so he always comes over. My other rookie Mason, who's been slinging like an AZ, he's always down to train. I have like like six reps here in Vegas that are always down to meet in person, so like I just tell him, like, basically open door, like literally whenever, we'll train for a few hours every single day, hang out after, because um, it also helps me. Um, like Last year I didn't do a ton of personal training, it was more so me role playing with them so much it was training me if that makes sense yeah because i feel like every year i go back to the basics yeah. i don't like re essentially actually start off where i was at i just have that knowledge and experience I like where to go with things differently now based on like who i've sold and stuff you know but i feel like um, that's that's my way of training myself too
2: yeah which helps me i'm yeah. you can't obviously you can't Teach somebody something if you don't know it yourself. So exactly. you've got to know it in and out to make <coughs> sure those, you know, are actually well. So, hundred percent. Um, I want to I get into your story just because, you know, obviously it's super unique. Because um, you you took a year off, obviously. So just yeah. tell, tell us your, you know, kind of so far your experience with an show. Yeah. So it started as far back as you well. want. Okay. Uh, so it started was three. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Now so in twenty eighteen that was the, the first year we we came out. So um I like to tell myself I've only been in the industry three years of knocking. But like that year is the first year I came out to knock. Um uh, I was a totally different person at the time. Frat kid, you know, just about partying. Um I was in college at the time, but like cruise control I didn't really like college and hated it. Um and that's not to say I wasn't like a, dumb you know, student, like I always got good grades, you know, it's just my, my parents were yeah. always harping on it. But basically we hear about this opportunity and this is when like no one in Vegas did it. Like now you guys I don't know if you guys know but like there are like 500 people from Vegas who knew it. It's crazy just like how he was just like, taking over Vegas. Right. But um uh, that year like we knew no one that did it. Like I knew the only person I knew was Dante because I grew up with Dante. But uh I think it was Julio that originally got recruited. And then he kind of, he didn't even tell me about it. We, we told all our other friends that had strict parents at the time. Like they wouldn't so he didn't mean, he me. would come. Yeah, he guy could come, you know? So as I was working like a regular, I learned at in and out mm-hmm. uh, and then doing like school, nothing crazy. So we finished that semester and then like, I hear about it from my other friend. And I was like, oh, that sounds sick. I'm going to do it. Just like that. Yeah. Like he just told me like a quick, minute it but what it is i was like oh sort of sick. Sick. yeah oh yeah i was like sick let's do it i was just like lay down um so basically we ended up going out that year late like end of may we just finished edc we were just doing a bunch of stuff there it was yes. um, and uh we just drive out to denver so keep in mind like didn't even know the intro nothing i just showed up which is crazy to think now that like i'm recruiting for like three guys to just pull up Never been trained, never even met the dudes. Right. You know, like cold contacting basically, and just to pull up, which is just hilarious to me, like what we've turned into, if you can yeah. it, from cold contacts. But like basically we just showed up, knew nothing, and um, quickly, like, rude awakening, like, hardest ever. I remember like every day I was so tired because I've never worked this many hours before, basically 20 hours a week. For, like, not, the knocking schedule was culture shock to me. I like, holy crap. And then I was just getting wrecked on so bad. Like, I had some recordings of my pitches, it's funny. Like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. I don't even know anything I'm doing. And uh, I remember, like, the third day that summer, me, Cole, and Julio, like, Julio was selling someone, like, this night. It was, like, a callback. And me and Cole are sitting in the car, and, like, I kid you not, I almost started, like, crying, like, falling, like, dude, this is the worst <laughs> for our life. it was it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So then, you know, I had little a meal I don't know how to calls stuff like this, but like you know the stuff he says always comes to fruition where like he was like, You're so talented like you can do this. Obviously I didn't believe it, like I sucked at the time. And I had little moments where you would think that like, I had a random five spot day. And then I just kept being like consistent consistent. So basically bottom line I got fired in a month of knocking and I just stayed intact because I was like, you know, I told all those people to like, make money, it would be like Stupid of me to show up less money. You and know, you know have what to mean? come home early. Exactly. You when know, you're It's, are ind- out it's embarrassing. Early, you know. So I guess it was like, might as well finish. You know, I'm already out here. Make some money. So I finished that summer. Uh, Ego shooting kind of came like a joke. I got to always make jokes about it. Like, I just hated it so much. It was like, so stupid. Like, why did I do that? It's just waste of time. And uh, the next year, you know, I was just basically doing the same. So I stopped college. I was working two jobs. I was doing a busing job and uh, working at a clothing store. And that was the year that Cole and Julio took it like really serious. Sure. Yeah. So only once we were there. Yeah, so are
1: yeah. just still making you know, through like, Yeah, I thought it was stupid.
0: You know what I mean? Like I would hang out with them, but like I just thought Equish was dumb. Um, truthfully, but like, you know, that was they that, they finished that summer and they like crushed it, you know, like that was they both made six figs and I was like, no fucking way. Like I was talking to one of my other buddies that they brought out, and he was like, dude, they're crushing it. And I was like, really? 'Cause they were saying they were gonna make a hundred thousand, I was like, what are you about I was like, there's no way, that's impossible. And um, sure enough they did it. And I was when like Cole came back, you know, bought the Mercedes, we bought the Range Rover. And just me hanging out with them in that offseason so much, seeing how much freedom they had, they could literally buy whatever they wanted. They were twenty years old, I was like, what? And so it was like it started like in my head, like slowly over time, like the moment I up was like, what if I tried it again? Like I just kept thinking that. So, ultimately, like, throughout that thing, I started, like, hanging out with so much, I started doing things that were, really like, cold, so I started doing morning routine in, like, November. Uh, so I wake up early, obviously it was a learning process, but I made it a habit, so I did the, the sabers. Um, I got into reading at the time, you know, like, Julio was trying to help me out, and um, he was like, dude, you are always blaming other people, like, blah, blah, like, all these, these things. So basically, he got me into reading, and I started liking that a lot. I was like, whoa, I'm, like, learning things from these books, that I can actually apply. So, in like, end of December, that was when I decided, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go for a day club job because the day clubs are a decent job if you're not doing anything, right? Like, you work three days, you make like 60K. So it's like, pretty sick, you know? Uh, so I was like, I'm gonna go for that. If I don't get it though. I'm gonna do Econ 100%. So never got the call back. I was like, all right, cool. So I hit up Julio, I was like, let me get a manual. Uh, I'm gonna do this. Luckily, he gave me a shot because like, dude, Cole was like, no. Really? I had to sell myself to Cole, Emil, and Steve, and I had to hop on calls and explain what I would do different. Just to even get a shot to back out. And like, luckily, Julio was like, no, let's, let's do it. And like, thinking back on it, i was probably like, oh, it's just another recruit. What the heck? You know, yeah. is like, <laughs> more revenue. Another body. He's like, why not? What What if he does do good? So like, you know, they gave me the shot, and that was when I just went like crazy on the training, like 40 plus hours a week. Uh, you know, I was at. At work, I quit the busing job and I was just at the clothing store, and it was so slow, like for an eight-hour shift, I was just training. So I was doing four of those a week, so that's like 32 hours, and then role-playing every night with Paul and Julio. Like Julio always talked about how it was annoying. Like every time I came to hang out, we'd be like two hours in role plays. But luckily, he's a good manager, and he didn't like come and come on, We're like, let's, let's watch this movie or something, you know? Right. So we found like a balance where we'd hang out, mainly I was training, and like, started doing the blitzes and then selling And I was like, holy cow, this works. And then, you know, long story short, finish that summer, I go in with the, the goal of most improved, 250, end up doing, you know, 385, most improved. Um, and then, you know, kind of carry that momentum. I recruited a big team the previous year. Obviously wasn't the best manager for my first year of learning. Kind of like, made it all work. Um, so I ended up having a huge fallout. But with those guys, you know, I trained so much that it trained me. And that's what got me prepared in, for Atlanta was like those blitzes. Because I was slinging missiles out there, like full initials, popping off, and I was like, oh, like I'm going to go out here and crush Atlanta because it's a switchover market. Right. Right? It was a good tie in. So then, um, you know, maybe a little 700K like a week before summer. Pat, you know, yeah, he told me 500K sung myself short, which I just couldn't fathom, but he convinced me, and then I was like, all right, cool. So I did it, and then I finished last summer, did 705, I think, finished. But okay, so
1: I have to ask. You know, you always hear about this huge jump between year one and year two, but you very rarely see somebody almost double year two to year three like you did. What do you think really made that push?
0: Okay, so I'm trying to think a way to word this. I get what you're saying. So basically, it's like so they have the huge jump their second year, but then the next I mean, year like they're, they're the status, think, exactly. Okay. Um, it, I think it comes down to just being content. You know, like at that point, if I make good money, and they feel like I've made it, essentially, quote unquote, made it. You know, um, ultimately, who I'm surrounded with. Like I'm not the best. You know what I'm saying? Like selling truck put up the most revenue, but like Cole and Julia are the best because they have like 400 guys and like they're good leaders. Right. So it's like in my eyes. I haven't even scratched the surface of what I need to do. So, ultimately it's just like, constant progression. is also too, like I care about progression every single year. Like in my eyes, if I come out and do this summer and I do 700K again, I'm a failure because I did the same thing I did last year. That's just the way like I'm wired in the sense of like, uh, like it's staying, you know, stagnant. Like I'm always trying to progress. Like obviously I'll get to a level where like, you can't sell anymore. You know, like it's literally impossible. Yeah. And like then your, your uh, interest change, right? Like you're more focused on other stuff. But, you know, as of now, now that I'm still building my team, I feel like if I went out and did 700K this summer, in my eyes, it'd be a failure. Because I know I left, you
2: know, I, left, I, left, I still have
0: like gas in the tank. I know it, you know. I just being a pussy. And uh, so now I'm like, okay, yeah, I have to progress. And it's, you know, same thing with, Dem- there's always room to improve that I ultimately come down to more knocking time. Like, how can I get more time on the doors? Because um, I've heard some dudes, like the dude that did a lot of revenue, like 1.1 million, um, he talked about how he didn't, uh, he can't remember what time he didn't you know, go back to his car before 9.30. And I was like, that's probably why he sold so much more than me, you know? Because he's getting two, three extra hours a day. That equates to like two months you know, of knocking. And it's like, I don't care how talented you are, you have two more months of knocking time, you know, you're, gonna, you're sell gonna sell more, way more, you know? So, you know, Denver, I was going on 11 to eight and I was like, okay, and I never took lunch. So I was like, this year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to go 10.30 to 8.30, and i gonna add an hour, and then I'm not gonna tech my own homes, because I tech them all in Denver. So that was like two hours. So it gave me three extra hours. So I was like, okay, if I have three extra hours, I'm for sure gonna sell more. So then now that I've made a new goal, it's like, okay, where can I get more time? So it's like, okay, I go 10 to nine every day, add that extra hour, I can get an extra two sales a day, which would equate to, you know, my goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's ultimately, but yeah, it's probably just contentness, uh, satisfied, you know, uh, who they're surrounded with. If they're the best, you know, like in their group, there are a good chance they could be, you know, content. I'm far from it, you know what I mean? So I just feel like there's so much more to go. Like Cole and Julia have done a lot for me in this they just showed me a path. Um, that's why I'm like forever grateful for those guys because every single year there's there's always more improvement. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing with
1: EcoShield, you just constantly see like they give us the blueprint. We just have to plug in,
0: go recruit the guys, exactly. and keep doing it. And I, it just is awesome too because like EcoShield is good at backing up what they say they're going to do. Not from like a me standpoint or like, but every single year they just have shot through. So it's like, sure, they're asking us to do this, but it's like as an organization, they're always. It's not like they're asking us to do it, and then they're taking like it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's just crazy how it's like all in alignment. Kind of like talks about, you know, James always talks about alignment, right? Like, I feel like everyone's aligned to the same singular goal, you know. So <coughs> that alignment, which is so interesting to me, how like everyone
1: works towards that. You know? So for me, I just I just want to know, like, you know, obviously I can see it. Your dog, but it's like, where does this mentality come from? Because obviously, I know you're wanting to catch Cole, you're wanting to catch Julio, but like, just being like competitive, yeah. Did this competition. Was this early yeah. on, like early in life, or is this something that that's been doing where you push it?
0: You know, I think it. It could be wrong. Like, it could be a learned skill, but like, I feel like ultimately I'm born with it. You know, like a lot of people are just born hate losing. You know, and that just comes down to, like I was always playing, like, sports and stuff growing up, and, like, you know, parents talking about, like, my parents at least talking about, like, participation medals aren't cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm firm on that. I don't think they're cool. Um, I hate losing more than anything, so it's just, like, playing all these, like, sports and, like, just games and everything. and um, always trying to win. I kind of carry that into this. And then it also kind of comes down to, like, you get good at something, you get passionate about it, and if you're passionate about it, then you become, like, and obsessed, obsessed, yeah, and extra competitive. So, you know, ultimately it just, I really think it comes down to like, I was like that when I was little. And then when I saw, you know, I could do a lot with this, just to see how far I could push myself. And then ultimately like, me not wanting to lose to like anyone has helped me, you know, it pushes me that extra, get that extra sale or knock that extra hour, drinking compounds. over a long period, you know, or over the summer of course. But I think ultimately it just comes down to like, just how I am. Um, which, that was like my driving force too, coming back out, it was like, competitiveness. Like, if I lose I'm a loser, if I get fired again, like what am I gonna do with my life? Like I'm, I'm literally gonna be a loser. <laughs> Cole and Julia are successful, my best friend, like I'm gonna be a loser. I was like, I can't be the only loser in the friend group. So I was like, Basically just being against me, you know, prove to myself I can do it and compete against myself. And then obviously like that was like the internal driving force that just got me going. That got me, that was what you know had me training at night by myself, you know, like pushing extra. All that work behind closed doors was that. And then you know, obviously when you get to market it's like you have the leaderboards and stuff, it's like I right, could put up more, you know. Just being an asset in my eyes, you know, to for my office, my team, all that stuff.
2: Um so for us, like, you know, for us recruiting wise, um, all, everybody in here is from Arkansas. So we, you know, you guys have 400 people here that do this, you know, you guys have tons of proof. Yeah. Like, you know, the house up on the big mountain over yeah. there, like that's where we yeah. live. Like, like we were literally driving up here and we're like, okay, which one is it, you know, like trying to figure out, you there's only a couple up here, you know. Yeah. Um, a ton of social proof, you know, and so your, your misconception, your answer to this might be a little different than ours, but what do you think the biggest misconception about door-to-door in general is? Uh, that's a good question.
0: I mean, there's a few things, right? Like, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that it's not real, it's a scheme, where like, this guy's hitting me up uh, to make, to only make money off me you know like it's a scheme where i have to buy in i have to pay this dude but right. uh, basically stuff like that like it just it doesn't you can't fathom it in their mind like kids 21 years old making 300k in five months like just, that's not fathomable because like you said you thought it was fake and you knew code yeah I was, like, I was like bro, no way you're doing that you know i mean i've seen one guy do the keycocks that year he was crushing it as a as a rookie. He made like four thousand a week. how does he do it? We're just like maybe he's just different. That's all. That's what we thought. But you know I think it ultimately comes down to like that, that misconception of like it's just not real. Right. Like, you know you it's all fake. And it's like at some point I think what what's helped Vegas so much is now so many people have been successful. You can't be like okay well it's just those two because they're at the top and they just have all these other, these other people under them. It's like in Vegas it's like so many people have done good it's like you're either with us or you're too prideful to or it's either you're with us you have your own career path or you're just too prideful to just try it out because you either talk shit about it on the past or whatever and you're just like ah I just can't put my ego aside to try it right. so I think ultimately like that's what helped Vegas so much it's like so many people have been good at it I could list like 20 people, I think, who've made over a hundred thousand in the right. summer. So it's like with that much social proof, and like other guys making like 50, 60, 70000 you know, like buying new cars and stuff. So it's like at that point, it's like it, I'd be dumb to think it is real, you know. So I think that could be an issue in like
2: other areas where like it's not as well. Yeah, funny. so we're, we're obviously still building in our area and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I kind of that, that would have been my answer, honestly, just because uh. Uh, a lot of our a lot of our side of the system is from Utah yeah. or um, Arizona. And so like super super saturated, um, saturated yeah. Yeah, as far as recruiting and you know so everything else. And so like we kind of deal with a similar thing. It's like and I I treat you can know, obviously social proof on time or do its thing
0: oh, just
2: like sure. it's done here. It's like, snowball. Yeah, for sure. And the thing to me that I love
1: too is y'all have the negative stories as well. But you can tell them like 100%. hey I went out here.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's ultimately helped me a ton with recruiting. You know, just being able to, like, put myself in their shoes and, like, and, like dude, like, I've sucked at this. Right. Like, really, like, I've literally gotten tagged. Like, I don't think that's really, there's probably been a few people who gotten tagged and maybe been, like, decent, but, like, I was bad. Right. Really bad. So, like, I can put myself in their shoes and be like, look, dude, I have the proof. I have the, the Instagram post of me saying I'm going out and making all this money, and I didn't. And then I also have the proof of, like, all right, I actually went out. They made the money and bought new cars and moved out and do whatever I want to do and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at that point, it's like, all right, well, it's, it doesn't make sense for me to not believe, it, you know. Or if you don't believe me, then there's probably someone you know that's done it that you do trust that has done good, you know. It's yeah, just that prevalent here. There's just that many people, you know,
2: which I think just happens with time. What um, so you you said your big reader you became a big reader. Um, it's hard to name one book, so name three your three favorite books or three books you think everybody should read. Yeah. Everyone. Um,
0: my all-time favorite book is Extreme Ownership. So that was the book that Julio actually recommended me because I was doing this like fitness thing, like clothes. And my my boy Ivan who's actually coming out this year, but getting a huge argument, and Julia was like, "Listen, because he was on, in his car, and uh, he was like, "Dude, you're always blaming everyone else after the phone call, which is like the last thing you expect your friend to right, say." Yeah. Like, Basically, just being like, "It's your fault," and I was like, "He's like, just read this book." He's like, "I think it'll help you a lot." So like, that was like the first book I ever was "Start With Why," kind of got me like liking books, uh, and then you know, I read that and I was like, "Holy crap!" I started reflecting on my past, summer, everything. And I was like, "Damn, it's all my fault. It really is." And That was kind of what gave me security, and like, I can fix it because it was me. So then I read that. That was my all-time favorite. Just, it's such a simple concept, but like, it's so empowering being able to. Control everything in your life. Like you blame yourself, you fix it. You blame others, you have no control. So that one's huge. Atomic habits, a hundred percent. Just making those little changes. Uh, it's hard for me to, to pick a third one because i am read those are the to top two for you though. For those sure. are my for
2: sure top two. Leave it at that. Thing, like a lot yeah. of the, the, the games yeah. number, no, I guess that was movies. Jade yeah. you know, I'll ask you about movies in a second. Jay, three movies. So yeah. yeah um Those those two are hundred percent top two. So, um for you, uh, is, how many guys do you have coming out? Or guys reps yeah. coming out? Right now, I have sixteen out of Okay. So, um and they're just they're working. Yeah, yeah, they're. I mean, you're always working on your strength. Uh, they're. I guess in the year they're training. You know, yeah, we're just training. And, and you know, we know. we pulled up. You guys were training. Yeah. So so it's,
0: it's awesome. like, um. Yes, yeah, so I have sixteen. And i'm really excited like they're just dogs right like they just get it you know like, they're just working really hard and you can't really like teach that that's why I think like guys usually do the first year and then second year they realize like holy crap I need to I need, this. I need to work you know to be good at this so I think that's like there's a big jump but like they just get it mm-hmm. right. so, like, I believe.
1: so like culturally what, what do you think that your group you know obviously they see you made all this money but what do you want your team's culture
0: that's a really good question. Um, i have hard on preparation a ton, especially in the off season, because I, I credit most of my success to preparation and i was like work and like little things like that. That's all things you can measure. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because uh, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, obviously, you you did a ton of work behind closed doors from year one to year two. You know, you came back out. Like, what is some of those specific things? people always say they listen to podcasts. And
0: yeah. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so like for example, like if you were coming out and you wanted to be a beast like this, so it's like the average dude probably goes to maybe the Zoom call, right? The weekly Zoom call in his office, and then he maybe reads the manual once, you know, all off season, the all training season, right, going into summer and then he might role play a couple times here and there with his, his manual. Like that's typical. So you're like the thought is like how far could it be? I'm different. <laughs> it's like, they're not. So like, that was what our issue was, right? We like, we're gonna talk to people how hard it would be. But like, for example, like really working hard in the training, the things you can measure. So like, me leaning into Denver, I read the manual 10 times, like literally 10, before summer started. At this point, I read it like I don't even know what time, so, okay, I could probably just like verbatim say the, the manual to you know. So like, I read it 10 times every single day, pretty much. I when I say almost every day, I was training role-playing, which only was like two hours. So like just going, 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 like constantly. Uh, I watched all the pick part of the pitches, so I, I watched every single one probably, besides the new one, like 10 plus times, um, which is why I like, learned to adjust my pitch, like things I like, take out of it, you know, add it, try it. Uh, you know, I did the morning routine, like people always forget about that stuff too, which is huge personal development. So I was doing the same morning routine every day. You know, like i to work at nine, I'd wake up at six, do my morning routine, go gym for an hour, and go to work, and then go train for eight hours. So if you count the morning routine as training, then that's what ten hours right there. Yeah. And then after I go to you know Cole and Julia's for two hours, then my day's off. We just I just spend there, you know, role we'll play for like five six hours throughout the day, hang out, you know. So like realistically, like training was a full time job. I was doing forty plus hours a week. So that's what I mean when I say like preparation and work ethic. And then when it came to uh, like summer, it was our actually a copy of us right? Because he did no lunches. They preached that they built a good culture around that. Most of our office doesn't have lunches, uh, so no lunches, and then go like till dark and just keep keep knocking, you know, and get things happen. I, I truly think like anyone can do like 250, 300. Sure. At some point, you have to have like some decent like, like people skills to get to those crazy yeah. numbers. But like, I'm a big believer with enough preparation and like work ethic. You're making 100 grand. Yeah, 100. I, I agree. That, that's ultimately I think you can do. And then you know, based off your your talent or whatever, if you can go higher, maybe maybe
2: not, or how driven you are. Um. What? What are some So, um. You obviously talked, you know. Uh, uh I guess two million PCO about your team and everything like that, and otherwise then five million PCO. But the yeah, the yeah. what what things do you think you need to change um, as a leader on your team um you know while also being efficient with your knocking hours and everything like that. So what was Because obviously you know the best way to put a shot like that is just gonna have to happen. prepared for obviously. sure. So um what, the, what I guess two part question: What things are you doing to prepare, and then what, I guess the first question is, what things do you think are different than what are you doing to prepare to be something? Yeah, so I think
0: this year it's like it's a good balance of like we train super hard, but we're all boys. Yeah. I feel like I didn't have that genuine connection with my team last year. Like it wasn't someone I go to bars with. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it wasn't like homies, homies. Right. You know what I mean? Like sure. we were boys for sure. I would say what I'm, like that. But I made it all work. So this year I feel like. A lot of it are my, my buddies. Mm-hmm. Frankie from my boy, Ivan from my boy. Like, right. These are all my homies. So that helps a lot. Uh, and then like focusing on like a couple of rookies who were just insanely like, body. Right. You know, like, that are just putting it in and like, only... Like, basically, scoping my team around them mm-hmm. because they're body and they're popping off. Yeah. So they're just doing everything around them basically gets other guys motivated, you yeah, know? Because you know, nobody know. wants to just be on the outside. Exactly. Like, why, why is he spending all this
1: energy over here with, yeah.
0: you know, X, a, so a Z. I think that's helped me a ton, It's focusing on them a lot, where, like, now it's got everyone more about it. So Now we're all training a lot more. Um, obviously, doing the blitzes, we always go every week, besides the like weeks, we have MVP or, you know, the, the trips. Yeah. So, doing the blitzes, of course, I, I think that's been huge in uh, the fact that, like, last year, my first year, like shadowing guys, so like I would consistently jump in and get them sales and they wouldn't learn. This year, I've just been like, I show them a the sale and then I just watch, right? I don't jump in and I'm just like, oh. figure it out, right? And like, it's now allowed them to, like, you know, the blitzes when my full team's out there, like, they're usually like the number one team, so popping up. and I don't sell one account. Last year, if we were ever like one of the highest recent teams, it was me pretty much selling all the accounts, right? And that makes yeah, sense. You got them to step in, yeah, like, all right.
1: This. and then i was like all
0: right he got the sale but like this year it's like it's legit them not being solo and making the sales and like just putting up numbers so i think that's all the ton is me not jumping in as much um uh, also having days now where like i've got them all on blitzes and instead of last year i would shadow them for blitz and then just send them on their and never <laughs> shout them again which is a huge mistake you, know, you have to see where they're at consistently so like you know i've had them all come out and then I'll have days where like, I don't have any new rookies to bring. So then I'll just go through all of them for like an hour each over the two day span. So you're seeing that they're progressing. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, hype them up tell them they're gonna good them like one they to work on. So like, that's helped a ton. And then, which I plan on doing, you know, like the next ones I have new rookies, and then the last bits I plan on just circling through everyone. And then... And you know on so. Yeah, exactly. And then ultimately, like when it comes to season, you know, keeping a car group, doing those, sacrificing doing those nightly role plays, you know, doing team meetings. Like this year I've made it more where they're inclusive too, where like they help me decide everything. Like we've came up with an awesome team culture like we're gonna follow. Like they've all agreed to like a ten thirty to eight thirty themselves. They're like we can do that. And I was like, okay, you do that, I'll do ten to nine. I'm gonna make sure like Um, I'm not asking you to do something I will do. So I'm always gonna do more. So that way you know like Okay, if he's asking to do this, he's gonna be doing more. So showing them that. So like, that's just a little example, but bring car groups, obviously, doing the nightly trainings. Uh, we just come up with a bunch of cool stuff. Like I have a list, actually. Like I just did a Zoom call, and I was like, what do you guys want our team culture to be, basically? Like, what is it gonna be, you know? And they gave me ideas. It's not just me telling them, you like, know? Like, this is what we're gonna do. So it's actually a team, I feel like, you know? Like, we are yeah. all, um, you know, agreeing on stuff together, which is freaking awesome. But like, you know, agree to like ten thirty to eight thirty schedule. Um, agree to like if you're gonna eat a lunch, you gotta bring it. You can't leave a hood, which is huge. Um, morning meeting, like little things like the morning meeting's at eight thirty in Atlanta. So we were like, we're gonna so be fifteen minutes, and yeah, we're early too. I don't know how. It's yeah. morning. People are moving on these coasts You yeah. exactly. yeah. So. Hundred uh, percent. But I'm just trying to get out there early. For sure. Otherwise, I have anxiety. Exactly. But. And
1: if you're gonna get yeah. on the
0: north yeah. it's, it's weird, right? It's, like if, if i ever get out later i'm like freaking out inside
2: like i feel so weird i'm like oh, i'm so late my, my favorite story I, honestly one of my favorite knocking stories i've ever heard um was yesterday you and you and colston they're throwing out you get up in the middle of the meeting and just oh and dude that day out. was insane now
0: that was the day we were all thrown on crazy numbers i remember she messaged me I remember you're like I was always trying to catch it. Oh, you know, I was like, hey, yeah, I was telling you, you get off the doors. Or <laughs> yeah, so you, I think you, you finished with like 14. Like, so yes, that day, I was my biggest day, I think it 15 to 5. So that day was hilarious because Pat was in town, you know, get the boys hyped. He's like, all right, throwdowns. So they put me against Colston. And so the reason why is because the first thing I struggled, was he did like 18K. And I knew he was going to have a breakout year. He was working hard. Right. But I knew he was going to crush this year. So he's like, I'm coming. So he was close. He never said that. Everyone else was saying that. They kept, they're like, oh, he's, he was the first one to have a 10K day. And I was like, dude, I want to do a 10K day. So bad. I've never done that before. That was my goal. And uh, he was the first one to do it. How many I mean, 10K days do you think you had this Uh <laughs> Over a month full. Yeah. For of, sure.
2: For sure. I was just like, definitely over a month. Like Never done it depending you did a month for the Yeah,
0: 100%. But, That's a good case summer. Yeah, no, 100%. So, but so basically he um, they were like just yapping, you know, they are like, Oh, he's gonna beat you and I'm like, No, he won't. I was like, I promise you it's a long summer. So then they put up put us against him, and then as soon as they said his name, he got up and left, and I was like, Alright, bet. So then I leave. And then dude, we just started going at it that day. I remember I closed my second door, I was pushing so hard, because it was one of those like close ones. And then from there I just started rolling. Like I was at like six K six or seven K by two PM. And he was at like four, and I was just yapping in the GM. Yeah, I, was, so, like, I was like, I was trying, yeah, no
2: shot. I was trying to catch you, and every time I had some, you would make another one. Like, and it was sick too
0: because like the whole office was like, "Holy cow, like, this is crazy!" Like they're knocking, but they're like watching. Yeah, they're looking at the board. Yeah, they're and I'm just yapping because I talk shit. Like I'm competitive, so like you know, I've been in a few throwdowns. But, like I have phone with peacocks, but like <laughs> I'm just yapping at the game Like yeah, you're not gonna beat me, bro. And every like it's literally like every thirty minutes to an hour, we both get a sale. And, like. I think he did 10k that day, which you think like any other throwdown, you're gonna win. Right. That day, I ended up finishing 15.5, which was like a PR day dude. Which was funny because like you guys were you were popping off. I remember because I was looking at the leaderboards, the top, and I was like you're right behind me. I was like trying to catch you, bro. Like, we we used like company
1: leaderboard. We stopped looking at. <laughs> Yeah. No,
0: he told me about that. I was like, dude, that's so money. I started doing that. I remember that was on the call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you were like, dude, you know, you're going to be number one in Atlanta. He's like, stop looking at the Atlanta people are looking at the top 10. And I was like, I never even thought of that. So I started doing that and that motivated me a ton too. I was like, walking and then now like, you know, five, six, people around, usually around top five. So I'm like, all right, see if I get to one. It's fine. You know see, dude?
2: It's funny, like, I didn't. Mean, it's, it's those little things too, which like I had, help so much. Bro, I still, I still, like that's something that I, should, I deviated away from closing the, the summer. Like I summer, like I would be looking at the office. Really? Cause like, I and it's just, it's crazy that you can, you know, have good years, you know, however you look at it. Yeah. Years. But there's so much that, like I said earlier, that you left that you can... Uh, I mean, there's always regrets. And, and... Um, it's
0: very rare you have no regrets. Like, the only person I feel like I've seen that has, like, finished the summer no regrets is, like, Cole. He's probably the most disciplined person I've seen. Yeah. Which I look up to a ton, is, like, I think he's here in Denver. No regrets. Like if you have that shit tatted and like break on his spine, you know, like he, you know he, he's serious about it, but he like stuck to what he was gonna say to doing. you know, like that was like one of the few people I've seen like, you know, no regrets. Right. Which I feel like again, if you think seven or sound work we're gonna hundred percent have
2: so many, I'm like, fuck oh, bro. And it's just like damn. But then it's crazy when you get good at it, like you realize just like, hey, we're for a hundred days, so if you do this little thing, this tiny little thing, just one hundred days, how it will add up for the summer—it's like easy Like you are talking now, it's like in reality. If you keep, if you stick to that schedule, which I am not saying you won't, obviously you will. You are going to get an extra month, month and a half, two months, or whatever you are saying. Exactly. So it's I, insane. That's and then when, when you bad. give when you give a guy like us who like understand
0: you know everything right, like for a rookie to do it, it could be the difference of him like you know, getting fired or not. Mm-hmm. But for us, we really understand the sales cycle and just how it works, right? Where we know if we go out there this long, we'll make this many sales. It's just like crazy the effects
2: it makes on your summer. It can cost you money, grand. Right? Literally, I- actually it's insane. I think, and that's, that's, that was the, it's funny cause like, you guys, um, I was gonna ask about, you know, plans culture, just cause you guys have amazing culture, obviously. Um, so we do the A3 meetings too, and then we're not, not a lot of people in our office do the lunches either. And, um, it, it was on the camera because parts of, you know, parsh is one of the guys that always has a ton of questions, same trade. I can't remember which one of them I was telling was like, like, you, why don't you take lunch? I'm like here for a hundred days. Realistically, I, you know, I'm making, sale, at least, you know, it, like in reality that's a sale an hour. Exactly. Like, that's normally what I'm, I'm going for. And so 100%. if I don't make a sale for that hour for a hundred days, like how does that add up and it's like it, a years. it clicked because i you know, Five like a thousand exactly and so it, it clicked in a lot of my guys heads where if you did take a lunch you would almost give me fun yeah you know what i mean it's like what were you doing at mcdonald's for you know 45 minutes or whatever
0: yeah. And the like, issue too with lunches is like it completely kills your momentum you usually you, you come out here your lethargic like, like if you had that
1: like 6k you know at two o'clock you went to took lunch
0: yeah, it, see, it's all like different, like how people are wired, right? Like whenever I'm at like six k, like, early, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna see how many I can get today. Like, Today's a good day. And, yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm selling for the days I'm gonna be struggling now, because those days are all gonna roll around. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna do fifteen k, so that way, whenever I do struggle, and I barely get three or four k, I'm still on pace to my goal. You know what I mean? So, but like just taking a lunch in general, eating all that food, like you're gonna be tired as shit. We are just in a cool AC, now you're back in the heat, like that shift on your body, just hard. Yeah. My thing is like, just stick out there, keep talking to people, and you're not going to notice in all since eight, nine p.m., and you're like, cool, it's gone. Yeah. Then you can eat, you yeah. know?
2: You much as you want after that. Exactly. You can also eat in September, yeah. you know?
0: Yep. You know, yourself. empty, what it exactly is like Empty stomach, full pocket oh, okay. count.
2: For, or full, uh, empty stomach, full pockets, or something Yeah, like something that. like that. But it's really it's true. It's
0: really 100% true. Because yeah. you always look back at the guys who like don't do those things, and they always have those regrets after them. And those are big regrets because they're like they see guys like having the most fun ever, and they're like, oh, I want that. Dang, and I could have hit uh, this
1: pay bump, or, or exactly right, a
0: little commission, but you at a five percent commission that's whenever you sell three hundred k. You know, it's like that's a lot of money just left on the table. So it's like now you have a crappy off season, and that's the time to enjoy the most. Right, that's what ultimately pushes me so far, is to have so
2: much fun in off season. I know how much fun I can do. Obviously, but you also at the same time know what it's like to have the regrets in the house. For sure. You know. So, yep. so it's almost like I we running from that. Exactly. You know. um, talk about
1: the finish challenge. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll tell was, about that That was you know. funny, bro.
0: So I've been lifting for a long time, like since like freshman year. That's something like even though I was not a disciplined kid, you know, before doing eco shield, I was always disciplined with that. I would always go to the gym, you know, uh, I was like the first to do in our friend group. Like, I was just consistent I loved it. Uh, and obviously I went into last year, you know, when I finished Denver, I heard about the challenge, I was like, oh, I'm gonna win it. Because I've competed before in the past, so I know how to diet, I know how to do those things, like do cardio, and all that stuff. Uh, but I just I was like, oh, I'm a beast, I can do this, you know? So I was like, all right, if I just lift hard, do cardio, I'm gonna win. It. And uh, it literally, it kind of comes down to like, and this, I feel like this, this next one we're gonna play out, but ultimately it ate me alive and I finished number two. I guess physique I did three. I guess Mark beat me that year. Um, <laughs> but it literally killed me that like Pat beat me, because we were talking so much, you know, smack to <laughs> each other. And I was like, fuck, and it was literally just because I didn't make the sacrifices of dieting. And I was like, I looked back and I was like, fuck, I wish I died, and I was like, dude, like I would have for sure won. Mm-hmm. And like obviously it's like We'll back it up, right? So like this year, I was like, all right, I know I need to make the sacrifices, so I went out and hired a coach for the first time, and I was like, help me on my diet, That's what I need to do. And uh, I got the lifting down, I can do that, and then just jump to me for cardio. So that every single day for that 100 days, I was, uh, I would you know wake up like seven, do my morning routine, I'd go to the gym, so I'd lift for an hour. As soon as I was done lifting, I would do cardio for like 40 minutes, Stairmaster, like fast, like I'm like, pouring sweat, so it looks like I had the pool uh, every single day and then I would stretch so I was there for the gym like two hours and I was drinking like a gallon, a gallon and a half of water every day um, eating super clean like I was eating the same shit every single day and, like it was horrible like I was eating like five ounces of chicken two eggs in the morning every single day and then my next meal would be like five ounces of steak a cup of white rice and then it was like five ounces of chicken a cup of white rice and then like one more meal was I had some like turkey my rice. And these are like not california dense meals. You know, so you're always hungry. All protein. Geez. Yeah. It's just like, you're always hungry. And like, I remember the last three weeks I was dying. Cause like, I wasn't at where I wanted to be. I was at like 6% body fat. And my coach said like, we can get it down. He's like, let's take out some rice. or the rice from the meals. And I was like, oh, oh, what's <laughs> and and like, up the card? And I was like, holy fuck. So I'm like, all right, dude. Things. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I, did it and I was just like, that was the first time I noticed my body getting consistently tired. got like to the gym, I was like, exhausted, like, got had to fall asleep because I had no nutrients in me. But ultimately, it paid off. And like, it was funny because we were talking so much shit back and well, I had the message somewhere, but I was like, I think I promised that. I was like, I promise you I'm going to win next year. Like, I felt like, cause I also lost transformation by one point to Raymond, and I was like, I felt like I shouldn't have lost that either. So I just remember as a joke, I was like, oh, Printed out your guys' pictures, and uh, I'm gonna look at them every single day next year. But instead, of what I did was I just took a picture of me getting second place, and I made it my wallpaper. And I just circled the second place. So anytime I got hard, I was like, all right. And then sure enough, fantastic,
1: yeah. super. Because so we, we do that with vision boards, it's like it's like we're on computers or this or that, see so everything I you want to you know, yeah. have. And we had like a guy Mike who came out with us. He did what he wanted to last year. Yeah, he had that amount. Yeah, I will not settle
0: for that. Oh, yeah. And it, it literally helps just a little reminder. Like, anytime you get it gets tough and you're like, damn, the we'll boys are going to sushi. Um, let me go we'll smack some sushi. It was just like, I just look at my phone. You're always looking at your phone, you know, So I'm like, all right. So it really just came out of making the sacrifices. Like, I just felt like I left it on the table, which I think will translate to this summer, too. Because um, uh, you guys are at the war tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys heard like Zach yeah. dissing me around. I was, like, it was funny. Like obviously he doesn't, you know, like no hard feelings. But like it got me motivated. Yeah, for sure, sure. Because most of the summer I was number one, and I was like, bro, I'm such a pussy. Like looking back on it, like why, why did I do that? Like me listening to that <laughs> award ceremony speech, I was laughing. And then and I to- Dude, it ate me up, and I was like, man, I'm gonna make sure I don't uh-huh. do that
1: Sure. The thing I do love about EcoShield, like you said though, you're battling you're battling with Pat and he has a fifty man, fifty million dollar down Oh for and sure. You're battling with the leader, start with Jay Right. Yeah. And that's ultimately
0: why I love EcoShield too is like they're so they're the us just older. Like that's good. That like, we meet Cole and Julian All these owners are literally just us, just eight years down the
2: line or you know, seven years. They're just literally a little bit older. Right. Cause they're just like us. Like, well, and it's just like you follow Cole and Julia and everything they do, but ultimately they're following somebody else. And everything they right. do, so. But it's also like this
0: just similarity in trades, like before you go show, right? Like Pat was a like party dude, just like us. And so it's like competitive, just like us. Like he's literally just one of the boys, you know? So it's just so easy to relate mm-hmm. to these guys. And so It's cool to think like they're in our position. It just shows you can do it too, you know? Which is crazy to think like Pat's a freaking beast, like 50 million, like. Dude, he doesn't fuck around, you know? So, but it's crazy to think, you know, he was at where we were at one point and then, you know, just
2: consistently chipped away he is now, you know? Right. And what is was gonna be? I've said this in the podcast already, but it's like 95% of his partners or something like that are on pace to do better. Yeah, which is crazy to think. Why? When he broke down his numbers and he was like where you guys
0: should be at compared to where he's at, I was like, what? It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Kind of like, I, mean, I feel like
1: I'd have gone slow if I was there. Right? You know?
0: Exactly. I feel like I'm not doing enough and like I'm getting close, then you look back and I'm like, oh where were they
2: at? Uh, you know? Kind of like gives you motivation, for sure. Well we're, I the really the I, I was gonna ask, you know, about films and it really doesn't sound like you watch much TV because you're always training or doing this or doing that. I do like movies. Sorry, I was gonna ask are you a TV show guy or a movie guy? That's a good question. I mean I love like a
0: good Marvel movie. Yeah. But I mean I like favorite superhero. Um, which one? Like Marvel or DC? I got everything. I like everything. You Batman I like, and, like Radio Batman Radio and uh, Man. Spider-Man a lot. Those are, those are dope. Hulk, though. I mean, I like them all. Iron Man's sick fuck after these movies, right? <laughs> like his is. portrayal is just sick as shit. Um, but I think like Batman. Spider-Man would be sick. I
2: mean, yeah, but, I mean, the <laughs> Dark Knight's are not really good. Dude, that movie, the movie was, yeah. insane. It was insane. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, how good it was. So we're we're close enough to to summer now um you know we did the commitment thing yesterday and everything like that um and i got pure pressure well yeah yeah but i'm
0: it was funny me you know, whenever they said it i was like was also i didn't the I put it down like more focused on the system but you know committing that many guys i'm really big on like my saying i'm just going to do it so now i'm like all right it's real but i think it's good that
2: it, it ultimately happened. What you oh well. So just in general, um, besides the million, any, I mean, any other predictions you want to make that you know, if you to listen to this in you know a couple weeks and then you know, listen back and be like, okay, this age, well, like when anything you predict. You say a couple hours after the summer. Basically. Yeah. So after the summer, let's say that you know we teleport and we're eight months down the road, like. And you're saying would, this
0: podcast, the rookies.
2: Yeah. Um, you know.
0: I've done a pretty good job, of, like when I set that big goal, I hit it. Mm-hmm. So like my biggest goal last year was 700. Did it the year before it was most improved. And I did fall short of partnership last year, but that's my biggest goal for sure, partnership, you know, helping my guys. Uh, cause they, just, they just worked so hard. And uh, I'd be so disappointed in myself if I put myself first over them, where I wasn't the best leader and I didn't allow them to reach their potential. A lot of these guys are reasoning like Frankie's reasoning is just to become a person that add value. Like, does that as a rookie like that's an insane why? So like, I just feel like such a letdown if they don't do well. So I think that goal will ultimately happen just because of the fact that I'm gonna put all my energy towards that. Yeah. And I think I just have such a good group of you know guys and girls, Patty, where you know I will have enough time to do a million myself. So. You know, I think it, looking back on it, I remember saying at the first MVP in Pro Bowl, like, I wanted to have the GOAT yeah. summer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I personally don't like when people say GOAT stuff to me, because I don't think I am. You know, like, just fucking around, but like, you know what I mean, like, I just don't think I am. Right. I didn't finish number one, there's nothing to show for that I am. Um, but this year, though, you know, if I do hit those two goals in the same year. Who's gonna say anything to you? It, then it is the GOAT summer. Right. Because you know? there's been a few guys who've done a million, but what have their teams done? Sure. And there's guys who've hit a partnership but then it's like how much have they actually done? It's not like sure they've done a lot, right? Like four, fifty, five hundred, a huge summer, but it's not close to a million. Double right? yeah. So that's what I'm saying, I'm like that would be go then I'd be like, all right, bet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? you're, you're definitely uh I mean you do that would be in cold but for sure. Yeah, that would so. just be uh <laughs> like insane. And it's more so like it's not even money motivated or like I usually motivate myself for the stupidest reasons like I want to have partnerships. I like, get those custom
2: suits. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just little. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest it. though. The problem is I got sized for mine before the end of transformation challenge. mine doesn't fit me anymore. Well, it's tight. I, yeah, it's too tight okay. now. I mean, I'm you I know mean, I'm not a huge. Aubrey was myself. just telling me about that. Yeah, it's it's it's, like, don't get slim fit. Or or just like tell the guy to give you a couple of inches or something. Because yeah, like. In time, but they're sweet for sure. It looks so sick. Yeah, like, do want a custom suit.
0: And then more so, like a million. It's not even like money motivated. It's just to say I did it. Sure. Yeah. Cause like that's been done a few times. Yeah. I think there's like what four people have done it? Four or five? Mm-hmm. I mean, are we talking legit names so- or? Yeah, legit. Okay. Yeah, probably four. <laughs> so what? That Austin Six did for after the this year. Yeah. Drew's done it. Um, Cody. Cody's done it. So a exactly. so four. Mm-hmm. So that'd be in my eyes just sick to it's say much it. More stuff. it literally just yeah. like you know, one summer I did that, yeah. just to prove. and it ultimately comes down like just to prove, like, reach your max potential, like how much can you actually do if you yeah. really push yourself.
1: And I feel like a lot of people are gonna hear this and think you're cocky, but I, I think we fully understand. You're like the four people have done this, like it's doable.
0: hundred oh, percent. So I go do it. No, it, so it's ultimately not like cockiness in a sense of like, there's definitely I'm definitely confident for sure. no yeah. I wouldn't make the goal if I wasn't, but in a humble sense, I like to say, like, again, I left, I did 710, I left a lot on the table, and then I also did it not September, so I still had that extra month too if I wanted, you know, like. If you needed, like, exactly, you like. Exactly, you know it. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, doing all my goals for five months. I just want to set that out that way, because so I want to be done, you know, September 1st for sure, but I still have that month to fall back on, you know what I mean? So it's like, how could it not be done? In my eyes, I should have done 8, 850 this year. That would have been another 150K a month. That was- But you're also not a monitor,
2: show is it even a 100K a month at the end of the year? You probably- Well, it, that well. that's so, what I mean though, is in
0: the sense of like, I don't think I'll need it because I'm doing that extra, you know, 10 to nine now. You're You're making, I'm just you're making 200K, sense. you know, that's all it is. It's 20K above my PR, right. which I think ultimately can definitely be done with that much time. 100 that much time. my- Thank